Hallelujah. I greet you once more in the wonderful name of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. All protocol observed. Jesus is coming. This is not a slogan, it's the truth. And we all know everybody under this roof knows that life doesn't end here. Also, death is not the end. It's a transition to another place. For those who are saved, death is an entrance to heaven. If you are not saved, you will never see God. We will get back to that. Now we are preparing ourselves as the bride of Christ. We don't want to live anyhow. You see, if, if you've bought a site and you are going to build a house, and you are still living in a shack, you live in a shack, but your focus is on the house. The things that you do in the shack have got a goal in the house. Now we are living with eternity in mind. For those who were not here last week, we but, will not go back to where we started. We laid a foundation. You can get it. They've got audio CDs. They've got DVDs. You can go to Miak Facebook. It's there. Miak audio is there and then listen to the sermon and the teaching and walk together with us. We said it's a series we are building on. Today is part two. Today we're going to talk about the crowns that await us. In glory. We want to talk about the crowns. There are seven crowns for believers. When, when we talk about the crowns, find yourself. Find yourself. Today we'll only do four. And Paul will continue next week. We are teaching again. Number one. It's the crown of life. 
in James chapter 1 verse 12. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial. Because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. This crown is also called the crown of those who love God. They show their love for God by enduring trials for his sake. Remember last week we spoke about the grace that he gives you for the trials you go through. Now through your love for God Isn't it God loves us? I'm not talking about the love of God for us. I'm talking about our love for God. We're loving him back because he loves us. Through this love for God, you find strength to overcome temptation and to persevere even when trials come. This is the love that helps you to ignore that's the right word to ignore what happens but focus in hope for the conclusion of your matter without the love of God in our hearts the love for God in our hearts when trials come you'll be bitter. Let's pause. Are you bitter about something? You are lacking in your love for God. Without your love for God in your heart, you won't only be bitter but you will always be critical. And when you do that, you lose this crown. Who will receive this crown? Revelations 2 verse 10 says, the crown will be given to those who are faithful until death. Last week, you can't persevere, persevere, persevere and We need to love the Lord more than we love our own lives. Our 
What does the Bible say about us loving God? It says, love the Lord your God with your and your Love the Lord with all your It means with all your being You can't say I have been ashamed and stop loving God. Love the Lord your God. With everything that you are. Let's quickly move to the second crown. The Bible calls it. The imperishable crown. Let's quickly read 1 Corinthians. Chapter 9 verse 24 to 27. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get a prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last. Our media. We were still reading. But we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Verse 26. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No. I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave. So that after I've preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified. For the price. This crown. Is given to those who discipline themselves. And keep our bodies and bodily desires under strict control. Hey. Your body is flesh and it has got desires. But self-control is the fruit of the spirit. So it means when my body has got desires, 
I release the fruit of the Spirit. We run to win the runner's crown. How do we win this crown? Hey, deny yourself anything that will weigh you down or hold you back. That's Hebrews 12 verse 2. 12 verse 1. Deny yourself of things that will weigh you down. Can I talk to you, Bazix? People that you fellowship with. The friends that you make and keep. When you are with them, when you leave their presence, if your spirit is way down, that's a company you reject. You don't entertain a company of people who will weigh you down or also hold you back. You see, when God shows you something, he gives you the faith for the thing he shows you. But he doesn't give that faith to the multitude surrounding you. Hello? 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 Some of it, he won't even give it to your spouse. Because your journey with God is a personal journey. Your race is a personal race. Your track is a single track. In tracking a siyako. You are disqualifying yourself in the race. When you allow others to run in the same track where you are supposed to run, you are holding yourself back because they are going to be a hindrance. You can't run as fast and the things of God work with time. This crown for people who deny themselves. When we're living with eternity in mind, be, be so focused on heaven that as you work, don't allow anything to delay you that will cost you your crown. B. How do we win this crown? We fix our eyes on the Lord Jesus. That's Hebrews 12 verse 2. You see when you run, there's something called the finishing line. Jesus is our finishing line. When you run, you look at the finishing line. When you feel tired, lift your head. Look at the finishing line. 
When you see the finishing line, it reminds you, you come from far. You can't quit now. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Yeah, I was a tennis player as a child. And at the tennis, you remember that's that elevated seat. And he sits there. The one who's going to reward you. He can't reward you unless he has watched your play. Why he's sitting above? Because if he's sitting at your level, he may miss the lines. And when you play tennis, when you hit a ball, where it lands matters. So he sits above to be able to be the perfect referee. But the referee at the end of the game is the one who gives you your crown. So fix your eyes on Jesus, your referee. When you are tired, you don't even need to tell him you are tired. He can feel you are tired. He can see you are tired because nothing is hidden from him. Jesus can feel you. She can feel you even before And when he feels you, he cares. And when he cares, he will help. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Let me tell you why. You see, when you run, and you keep your eyes on the goal, you will reach your goal. But when you run and you move your eyes from the goal, you are going to land in the wrong place. Number C, find your strength in the Lord. That's Ephesians 6 verse 10 to 18. Number D, Give your body as a living sacrifice to the Lord. We want to win an imperishable crown. Romans 12 verse 1 and 2. Number E. By faith. Refuse anything that will impede spiritual progress. Hebrews 11 verse 24 to 29. By faith, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith. When God has said it, God has done it. Just wait to see it. Do not be a spiritual spectator. Enter the race. Run to win the imperishable crown. Jesus said, if you need anything, ask 
And he continues to say, ask. And it will be given unto you. Listen what he says one time. He says you don't have because you don't ask. Even if you ask, you ask a miss. So when you face a situation and maybe you think you don't have enough faith, Lord, I believe you. Give me faith. And that man whose child was sick our Lord, help me of my unbelief. Crown number three. The crown of rejoicing. First Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 19. We won't read because of time. But you have it in your Bible. This crown of rejoicing is given to soul winners. In, in other words, when we just obey the great commission, uh, we all will be having a crown of rejoicing waiting for us. The great commission is a command, right? So in other words, it's the will of God that every believer must get this crown. Because he didn't ask, he didn't say the great commission for some. It's a command. He said, go ye and make disciples. Maybe you don't see the importance of winning souls. I'm going to give you scripture. A. It is wise to win souls. Proverbs 11 verse 30. It says, he who wins souls is wise. B. It is an attack on sin. James 5 verse 20. Number C. It is a cause for joy in heaven. That's Luke 15 verse 10. You know this verse blesses my heart. Heaven rejoices when only one soul comes to the Lord. Today in the morning, somebody that I don't know tuned into FM 92.9 and at half past eight as we, after we did the sinner's prayer on radio, I get a message, please call me. Heaven is rejoicing. Heaven is rejoicing. Let me tell you, Mzalwan. It's very simple. 
Every morning when you pray, just ask God to give you one soul. That's not asking much. Who's shy to speak to one person? Just the two of you. Ask God for one soul. Remember, you are not the savior. Just tell a soul a day about Jesus. When they receive Jesus, there is joy in heaven. Number D. Soul winners will shine as stars forever. Hey, this one, let's read it. It's Daniel chapter 12 verse 3. Daniel, Daniel chapter 12 verse 3. Daniel 12 uh, verse number 3. Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens. And those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. When you do that, you are going to get a crown of rejoicing. Crown number four. The crown of righteousness. Second Timothy chapter four, verse five to eight. Don't confuse this with the righteousness of God, which we receive when we become Christians. The crown of righteousness is a crown. Is a reward to be earned by the saved. It will be given to those who love the appearing of the Lord Jesus. Now, if you love and are eagerly awaiting the appearing of the Lord Jesus, the Bible says this is the crown you will get. In closing, I'm encouraging you, brethren, not to just live your life, but to fight a good fight. Never surrender to the enemies of righteousness. That's Ephesians 6 verse 12. Also, finish your race. Do not look back. Fix your eyes on Christ. That's Philippians 1 verse 6. Keep the faith. The Lord is bidding me about this prayer for us as a church. 
You've come so far by faith. You've walked so far with God. Keep your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible does teach that there will be many religions and false prophets springing up. Don't run to the east or the west. Keep your faith. Jesus is the only son of God. The reason why he came is that you will have eternal life. The story ends there. A bat is not in the weed. He came so that you and I can have eternal life. Can I say to you, the sin of Adam did not catch God by surprise. Can I have three people? I need to demonstrate something quickly. It didn't take God by surprise. Before God started with creation, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit had a discussion. They are before all things. They know all things. Before Adam was created, God knew that Adam would fall. That's why the Bible says, before creation, the lamb was slain. So there was a meeting of the three. Nothing existed except the three. And I imagine God saying, Adam is going to mess the plan. Now the human race will be lost forever. Who will go for us? And Jesus. Said, I am willing to go. And the Holy Spirit, I will strengthen you. I will raise you from the dead. Before creation started, God wanted to have eternity with you in heaven. And He set up a plan. Now when the book of Hebrews talk about the blood of Jesus, it doesn't just say the blood of Jesus. It says the blood of the eternal covenant. It's not the blood 
of a covenant that started once he was on the cross. Ah, ah. In eternity, the lamb was slain. We are living with eternity in mind. What was settled in eternity? We walk in it today by grace. By grace. Come on. Grace. Grace. God's grace. Grace that will pardon and cleanse with thee. Grace. Grace. God's grace. Grace. This is settled. Before creation. Now in the fullness of time. He came. For us. That no one. Should perish. But all should have eternal life. Now it's there. But the choice is yours. You see, when I talk about these crowns, they are for those who said, I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. These crowns will be given in heaven. If you don't have Jesus, you can't enter heaven. You won't have a crown. You may be seated. So we live in the present. But we focus on eternity. In the present, we need to prepare for eternity. For the believer, prepare for your crown. Prepare for your crown. Prepare for your crown. It doesn't just come, you saw the notes. Prepare for your crown. Now, if you haven't met Jesus, my heart is going for you this morning. Listen to me. Yes, you are waiting for Jesus. When he comes, the church is going with him. We can see that his coming is very near. But who knows what will come first to you? Jesus coming back? Or are your days on earth going to be ending? You see, if, if your days on earth end before you take Jesus, there's nothing that can be done. 
Let me explain why. Because the Bible says with your heart you believe that Jesus and with your mouth you speak. Now if you are dead your body is dead your heart is dead a dead heart cannot believe. And if a cop speaks, we are going to run away. So, in other words, I'm saying, if death comes, and you are not prepared, you will never see God. But God loves you so much. Choose Jesus today. And be sure of eternal life. Without Jesus, you cannot have eternal life. But the choice is yours. You choose Jesus, you live. You reject Jesus. You go to hell. Hell is not made for men. Hell is made for Satan and his demons. Don't go where you don't belong. Take a simple step and take Jesus. I want to close with a story. There was one man who liked camping. You see, when they camp and go from place to place for Two months, three months. They take food with them. And towards the end of the camp, a little food is left behind. So this one night, this man was sleeping. Dark in the tent, he felt hungry. And he remembered there are dates. The dates, the fruit, the apple here for understanding. Apples in a plastic. You know when you sleep and it's dark, you know where you left something, right? You can reach for it in the bed. This man did the same. He reached out. He started eating. And it tasted funny. So he switched on the light. And when he looked, there were worms in the apple. He threw it away. He took a second one. Now carefully in the light. He bites. Worms again. He threw it away. Now there was only one left. He switched off the light. He switched off the light. He started eating. This apple tasted like the past two. But he continued to eat the worms. 
knowingly but with the light switched off I'm talking to you you've had several times that without Jesus you will not see God don't switch off the light the situation won't change can we all stand today I'm calling for those who want to choose Jesus as a personal Lord and Savior of their lives. Today I'm calling on every backslider. You know you have turned away from Jesus. This is your day, this is your moment. As we sing Simpete when I arateha. As we sing this song. Make your way to the front. I want to pray with you. Heaven has got crowns. Crowns for believers. Will you believe Jesus today? Will you choose Jesus today? When you choose Jesus, you have eternal life. When you reject Jesus, you will never see God. Don't switch off the light. Don't be scared of anybody. They won't be there when you go to hell. Just come to Jesus. Just come to Jesus.